You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Hey, Leveling Up listeners, just a quick heads up that our YouTube channel is continuing to grow. So just type in Leveling Up Eric Sue on YouTube and you should find it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and you'll get more videos over there. And without further ado, back to the episode. All right, so Microsoft and OpenAI are joining forces. So this is better known as Bing versus ChatGPT combining together to give you better search results. So most of the time when you do marketing now, when it comes to SEO or search engine optimization, you are using Google, right? Most people use Google because Google has most of the market share. This news is very recent. The fact that Microsoft actually invested over a billion dollars into OpenAI says a lot. And I think there's a lot to be excited about because, well, the way SEO has been done for really since I've been doing it, I think I've been doing it since 20, I want to say like 2011, 2012 or so, so 10, 11, 12 years or so, it has been more or less the same. It's really all about content and links at the end of the day. And so what I want to bring your attention to is actually this piece written by the information talking about how, you know, chat GPT is going to power Bing. And it's not, it doesn't mean that it's just going to be, Bing's going to become a chat bot. It's going to change up quite a bit. So I want to call out some of the, the key things from this, this piece over here. So first and foremost, Microsoft could get a return on its $1 billion investment in OpenAI. So just for some context here, OpenAI is co-founded by a guy named Sam Altman. A lot of companies have put money into him. He previously was the president of Y Combinator. Y Combinator has invested into companies like Dropbox, like Airbnb. It's a lot of great companies and they're kind of known as the main kind of, you know, accelerator, right? It's, it's very prestigious to be able to get into Y Combinator, right? Sam Altman at, at I think in his, in his 20s or so, he already became president of, of Y Combinator. And the one of the original co-founders of Y Combinator, Paul Graham had said that, you know, this guy is like next level, right? He compared him to, for example, like a Mark Zuckerberg or, or even smarter than that. Right. And so Sam Altman, he knows a thing or two when it comes to building amazing things. And, you know, he had a hunch that this guy was going to, you know, maybe kind of do a stint at Y Combinator for a little bit, being the, being the president. He was also very good at investing, looking into the future, but he knew that this guy would eventually, you know, go on and, and start his own thing. Right. And so that, that is open AI. And I believe this could be multiple hundred dollar billion outcome, you know, if, if this all works out, which it seems like it is right. So chat GPT, it's, it's chat interface for those of you that aren't too familiar with it, but you just look at it now you can, you can see you ask it questions and it'll give you an answer it's uh, it can function as an assistant it, it can you know it certainly helps me with youtube scripts podcast headlines helps me answer questions directly i can even have a conversation with it right microsoft is preparing to launch a version of being engine that uses artificial intelligence behind chat gpt to answer some search queries rather than showing a list of links okay the way seo has been done for ever since google came out was it was all based on links right it was all based on you search for something you get a list of links and that's how it was i mean that's how that's it, been ever since the when the internet first came out, when I first started using search engines, there was like Lycos, there was Excite, there was all these search engines, right? And you know the the actual result looked the same. How the actual how you actually got the results were different, and that's how Google actually won out. And you know they created this money printing machine that's worked out really well for them. But what ends up happening is once you become really successful, there's no real incentive to try to continue to innovate, which is why. Google has continued to build all these other things in addition to, you know, their core product, which is search. And so, you know, they've 
crap. I mean, they they bought YouTube, which is one of the greatest acquisitions ever, and they've created a lot of different revenue streams. But also, you know, they they've created like they they had their car division, they had this moonshot division where they're you know making、uh, venture investments. Self, I think did I mention the self driving vision, the self driving division?、Uh, so just a lot of stuff going on, right? And then so when you become really successful, sometimes you tend to you tend to lose focus and you keep your eye off the ball, become a little complacent. And so you know that certainly happened to to Apple before. It certainly happened to Microsoft. Google is still I, I'd still say one of the top businesses in the world, and I you know we'll, we'll come back to that in, in a second. But what this really means is that this type of innovation is going to cause a lot of it's going to ramp up competition, and competition breeds innovation, right? You get a lot. It actually ends up being a better user experience for for other people because the competition ramps up. And now you know Google has actually issued a code red. So internally, that means like it all focuses on hey, like this could be an existential threat to us if we don't start paying attention. Doesn't mean we're going to die like next year or whatever. But it's a very big thing, and you know they start they got to start putting you know resources back into their core product. And you know you think about you think about this year, there's a lot more discipline that's going to come into the world of, of business, right? And part of discipline is is focus. Again, great piece written by the information. I'm going to scroll down to some other highlights over here. So Microsoft said in October that it was integrating a different open AI model and image. Generation tool Dolly too. So the fact that Microsoft has already been doing this with the image generation and Dolly is thinking about Dolly. There's like stable diffusion. There's all these AI kind of image generation tools where. Let's say I upload ten pictures of myself. Then it can create like I could say, hey, make you know an anime version of me eating watermelon or something like that, and it can do it, right? So that's fundamentally going to shift how we go about doing our work, and it's going to really crank up creative quite a bit because many people now can be creatives. And so this other piece over here, so GPT could improve the way. Being presents the results to users, such as generating text that summarizes the results in a more intuitive way. For example, rather than providing a link with a quoted excerpt, GPT could spin up a full sentence answer to a typed question while showing the source of the information, according to someone familiar with Bing systems. So Google offers a similar instant answer feature. And so when you search on Google, you get you might get the featured snippet, but it sometimes. I would say a lot of times it's not exactly what you're looking for, but this is going to be able to answer your question a lot more directly, provided that you are, you know, supporting with a with a good prompt. Okay, you know, this type of stuff is going to the fact that they're integrating this into their search results. They've been doing this already, and now ChatGPT is the next step. Is good, and and the other thing is they have a very Symbiotic relationship with Microsoft and OpenAI because Microsoft has Azure, which is their cloud services. Right, <laughs> they support all of the queries and and basically they're supporting kind of you know the the, the backend infrastructure for for you know this ChatGPT thing, right? And they, they like if OpenAI was doing it on their own, I, it, they'd be spending a lot more money. And so you know it's it's. They kind of need each other to kind of、uh, push this forward, right? And the fact that Microsoft is also one of the best companies in the world, right? That they're partnering up to do this and to kind of you know kind of disrupt Google, I think it's really exciting. And so I think we're going to see SEO change quite a bit in the future. So I think we're going to see the product improve a lot, and I think that's going to change how we we go about doing SEO from a marketing perspective, but also. You know how I think we're going to see an element of conversion rate optimization too, because at at very high scale, SEO and CRO kind of become a little more blended, and that's something maybe I can cover in in another piece. But I want to continue on on this one over here. So, so if we look at last year, Microsoft generated 11.6 billion dollars in ad revenue from its search, MSN.com, and other news products in the 12 months ending in June, a 25% increase from the year prior. Microsoft doesn't break out ad revenue from Bing, but it contributes most of the revenue in that segment. By comparison, Google Search、uh, generated at least 10 times Bing's revenue in the same period. Okay, that's big. I mean, the fact that someone's 10 times bigger—if if Bing can start to Innovate on their product. Maybe they can take more market share, and we can see a little more balance. It's going to force SEOs to innovate too, because I will tell you, 
really what matters at the end of the day is really good content and, and links, right? The really good content piece will always be a factor, but the links factor, the impact on that is going to continue to come down. And, and you know, Google has been saying that, right? I, I mean, as of right now, links are still really, really important. You know, I don't care what else anybody says, like it just works. So Google's AI research division has developed language models similar to GPT, but the company has been vague about how it's putting its best transformer based advances to work in its products. And so what that means, this is what I wanted to, what I was kind of getting to in the very beginning. Google's not just going to sit down and they're just going to roll over, right? And so they've already been doing this stuff. It's just been in the back end. And I have a sense that they already have something that's very similar to this. They just need to figure out how to roll this out and how they want to play their cards. And so this chat GPT thing, it's, it's completely free right now. And a lot of people are using it. So Google needs to figure out, okay, when they're going to reveal their hand. And so there's a lot of strategy that's behind this, right? You don't want to play your hand too early. You don't want to tip your hand too early and then you, you might lose strategically. Right. And so you, you look at this as kind of like a, you know, it's strategy in relation to war, right? Cause businesses, in a sense, you're, you're competing against each other. You're fighting each other, right? You're trying to win. Sometimes you don't want to tip your hand too early. So chat GPT is the first thing. Okay. Now they see Microsoft making this move. Maybe they want to see what Microsoft comes out with first and maybe they want to build something better because Google think, think of it this way. Like, it's not like they made search from scratch, right? Like the key innovation they had was basing their algorithm off of heavily off of links in the very beginning. Right. And then you know, the product like in, in the front end, right. looked the same as, you know, search engines from the past. Now, now we're going to see things shift now, you know, this open AI thing might say, Hey, like the rules of the game are, are going to, are going to change. Right. And also going back to Google for a second, they bought YouTube and they really, they really did great. I mean, you know, they, they made YouTube into what it is, right? Cause YouTube, you know, when they bought it, like they, they couldn't support the infrastructure. They didn't innovate to the level that it's at right now. And YouTube is going to continue to compound. And it's, it's a money generating machine for them that generates more than Netflix's annual revenues. And so they've, they have some of the best engineers in the world and you can bet that they're going to release some really cool stuff. And so all this to say in the world of business and marketing, you know, buckle up for the next couple of months because we're going to see more competition. The marketing landscape is going to be shifting. Marketing is getting harder again, which I think is great because the ones that are actually working hard for it and are, you know, willing to innovate and willing to be creative. Those are the ones that are going to win at the end of the day. It's always been like that. Just the last couple of years, people have gotten a little too complacent, a little too, you know, let's just rely on the ad platforms and like, let's rely on the optimizations and, and that's it. Gone are those days. And, you know, we're going to see a lot more, you know, creativity. And I'm really excited for that. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.